This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I want to recap just a little bit uh, here. The subject is uh, great faith and we looked at Hebrews the second chapter and starting with the first verse where it says since all this is true we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truth the truths that we have heard lest in any way we drift past them and uh, slip away you know faith uh, is an operative uh, is an operative word it's not uh it's not one where we can have uh have faith for all time it is it is a, an active thing uh in our life it's the currency uh of the kingdom of god it is like a uh it is actually the force faith could be uh could be likened to the force that uh it's how God gets things done. It's how we get things done in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God isn't just for when we get to heaven. It's how we get things done here on the earth. Faith. That was God's original, uh, was God's original plan. Um, but it's possible, uh, it, you know, it's very possible. I know in, in my own experience in uh, life, you know, life can be very demanding uh, we can have, there's lots of activities there's lots of things uh to do and uh it's very possible to uh have heard some things on faith uh and then presume some things about faith uh but not actually uh have our faith in working order amen you know just like a uh uh you know a car that you would park in the garage and if you ha- if you don't go anywhere for a long time uh you know extended period of time uh the battery can get low uh mice can uh fill the air filter with dog food yeah. <laughs> it's just all oh, okay chew the wiring i mean you know uh squirrels and different things you know there's all kind of things that uh um that can uh you know, that can happen to our faith if it's not active, if we're not using it. Now, there's two ways I believe to use. I've learned this through uh, my life, uh, my personal life experience, but also in observing other people. Um, it's, it's not our, uh, you know, it's our spiritual nature, but it's not our human nature, you know, uh, to continue to undergo development. We like to find comfortable places. And uh, the challenge to change uh, can either <clears throat> come uh, from the negative side or it can come from the positive side. We can, we can uh, participate in the development of our faith because we want to, or we can, uh, or we can uh, be a participant because we have to. Now, I believe I, I, I learned uh, over the course of uh, time because we have to learn. We, we grow and develop. We mature. And it, it, it occurred to me um, um, 
you know, that God wanted me to get faith out in front of things rather than be back behind of it. Where, where, where the devil would author trouble or destruction or some, some sort of a disaster or an attack on my life. And then I had to build faith uh, to overcome that. That's one way. You know, thank God for, uh, you know, that uh, faith works, uh, you know, works all, always. Amen. Uh, but you'll notice that the, armor, the whole armor of God, there's, God said He would be our rear reward, our rear guard. I want us to be behind of ourselves or behind, or behind in things. Most all of uh, God's plans are for us to be going forward. Ever increasing, the Bible says, faith. But you know, uh, you know this. And most of us are here uh, tonight. Are mature, have been through the children and even the grandchildren. And uh, um, folks have to learn, don't they? We had to learn, and folks have to learn. And we can author. We can tell them. You know, uh, but sometimes experience in life is uh, uh, helps to confirm the conversation that we have. Well, it's the same way with God. God will tell us up front, but a lot of times I found in my life I didn't know what He's talking about until, like Job said, you know, he goes, "Well, he said I thought I knew." He goes, "But now I do." You know, because there, there, there are. But thank God. Uh, you know, God will work either way. But, um, you know, and, and, and does and, and has to. He'll take whatever we give him to work with. Have you noticed that about God? That God will just work with whatever folks give him to work with. <clears throat> you could write that down. We could go home right now. Our text tonight is in Luke, the seventh chapter, one uh, through ten. We're talking about great faith. Now, great faith can't just be erratic. It can't be uh, sporadic. It has to be. Uh, it it has to be something that uh, is engaged uh, with, built, and uh, and it takes a consistency. It takes a persistency. Uh, the biggest, uh, one of the biggest um, things that God looks for in our life is faithfulness. A faithfulness comes where you've got to keep your cup of faith underneath the uh, underneath the, uh, uh, the the spout where faith is coming out till it's full and overflowing in our life. Amen. Uh, there has to be a, a, a steadiness where that's concerned. All right, now Jesus in this, uh, we read this last uh, week. I'll just touch on it just a little bit uh, tonight where he was giving an example. And uh, these are the words of Jesus, so we can take that at face value. Uh, he, there was a centurion who's, who had a very uh, dire situation, a, a life and death situation. How many of you know that that's a, uh, that's a, um, that's a great situation? I'm not talking about great in the form of good, you know. I'm talking about that that the stakes are high. Uh, they're greater than just if you know, uh, uh, you know, his servant had a scratch, 
on his elbow or a common cold or, the, you know, some type of, uh, I guess down here they call it the crud. We used to call it, my mom always called it the bug. I don't know if the bug causes the crud, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, or even a broken uh, limb uh, or something like that. No, it says that, that his his servant was uh, in a life and death situation. He was sick unto death. And so uh, uh, he came, uh, sent word to uh, Jesus. And um, Jesus' interact with, interaction with him, he simply said this. He said, he said all you have to do is speak the word. Just speak the word only. And Jesus marveled that he he remarked about that. I mean, it made the book. It's in the scripture. So if it's in here, it's God's holy, eternal word is an example for us to follow. And he said this, he said, In all of Israel, I haven't found such great faith as this. Now listen, this tells us something about Jesus. Jesus is looking for faith. In another uh, uh, place where he talked about prayer, he said, men ought always to pray and not faint, not lose heart, not give up. And he told the story of the woman with the unjust judge. But the end of that story is related to prayer. All right, And, it, and, uh, and it's related to uh, faith in prayer. Amen. That won't give up. That's a persistent, that knows the, uh, that knows the score. And... And he said this, but when the Son of Man comes, will he, he returns, will he find faith on the earth? So here again, Jesus is looking for faith. Amen. Many times he would, he would uh, locate people, and all he was asking, where's your faith? You know, the Syrophoenician woman whose daughter was uh, 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 bedeviled. And he said this, said, now, now I, I'm not authorized... He said, I'm only authorized uh, to preach healing to the, uh, the children of Israel. Healing's the children's breath. I can't take what belongs to the children and give it to dogs. And she said, well, even the, even the uh, dogs get the crumbs on the table. Now listen, he said, woman, great is your faith. Here we see another example. Well, what was he looking for? He was looking for faith because faith authorized him, gave him the, the access to work in people's lives. Amen. With faith, God can do uh, what God does. Without faith, impossible to please God. You know, what pleasures God? He gets to be God in our lives. He gets to be who He is, do what He does. Amen. God wants to, but He requires faith. Over and over again, he'd say, "What do you want? Uh, what do you want me uh, to do for you?" He said this to the um, the uh, blind man Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do? Yeah, I would have thought it would have been obvious, but why would Jesus have to ask the question? He said, "Lord, I want to receive my sight." Amen. Well, there's a claim of faith right there. He knew sight belonged to him, and he had called on the Son of David, who. Uh, he'd heard about Jesus opening blind eyes, but the scriptures are full of uh, of God giving sight to the blind. Amen. Before the, the the covenant that Jesus was teaching provided for that. Amen. All right. Jesus wasn't preaching the the New Testament like we have 
Uh, here he was authoring that, but he was authoring that out of the old one. He's a preacher just like I'm sitting here. He'd sit there and teach the Word of God. Yeah. Open the book to where it was written in Isaiah 61. Amen. All right. Uh, now listen, and, and here's what he said. He said, become what you believe. Now that's a faith statement there. That's God honoring faith. He said, you believed it, now receive it. Become that. Become what you believe. And in fact, that's a powerful principle. We do become what we believe. Now, so Jesus is looking for uh, great uh, faith. Now, now he delineates things uh, out. There's, you know, there's, there's what the Bible calls weak faith, small faith, little faith. Are you hearing? Uh, but why not go for why not why not go for the gold and go for great faith? Do we have a choice in the matter? Yes. Well, I, I believe from this from from this point, I don't believe that that uh, that it, that faith is an elective course that you can or I can say if we belong to the family of God that there's another way to do it. Because it says the, it says the just shall live by faith. We're called the household of faith. Faith is absolutely foundational to uh, who we are in Him, uh, how He does things, uh, and how we're to do things. Amen. And it's and and we saw this in Luke the seventh chapter where this great faith that Jesus was talking about here was based on the man the centurion had a revelation uh, and it was a, it was and this is a foundation revelation of the power absolute power absolute authority and absolute ability of God's word he understood the power of command he said i command and it's done he said, I, I command this one to do this, and it's done. I command this one to do something else, and it's done. He goes, he goes now all you've got to do is command it, and it'll be done, because I recognize you have been authorized by God, and God has given you the ability. You don't just have the authority, you have the ability. Now listen, what's that based on? God's Word. The Word of God has, uh, uh, that God has spoken, has uh, God's authority, but also God's ability, the right and the might. Amen. Now it would it would uh, it would be good if we would dig a little deeper in this instead of just scratching the surface because it'd absolutely change uh, how we approach the Word of God. Mary, we. Uh, um, one translation says in, in uh, Roman, uh, over there in Hebrews second chapter, it says, how are we going to escape if we neglect so great a salvation? And he said, angels uh, didn't escape punishment. Now, we don't have to be afraid of punishment, but here, here, is, the, here is the punishment of neglect. The consequences catch up with the choices. If we don't attend to God's Word... God, God over and over again says, attend to my word. 
Amen. Well, if we don't attend to it, we neglect it, what happens? When the time comes that we need faith, our faith's not working. We don't have faith. You can you can have a whole pile of money, but if you if you start living out of that pile of money and you don't make no more money after a while, you don't have any more money. You can have oh I I I'll tell you I got great faith yeah, but if you're not still feeding that faith, if you're not still developing that faith, if that faith is not a constant current into our lives, then uh you know then uh it's used up. It doesn't work. Amen. How many of you have got some things in your life that's bigger than you right now? It's stretching your faith. And there, because I'm telling you what, now faith overcomes. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So whatever we're facing in the, this world, the answer is in the Word of God. It's working the Word. It's getting that promise that has the plan that releases the provision. Are you listening? Uh, that causes us to be victorious. Now, I said a, a mouthful there. We don't have time to unpack that uh, tonight. But uh, uh, Romans five sixteen through 17, it says, Faith comes by hearing. And it says, And what is heard comes by the preaching of the message that came from the lips of Jesus, the Messiah himself. Other translations say a little bit differently, but the gist is the same, is that faith comes from hearing the Word of God. And, and uh, the, the most important, the direct uh, uh, Greek terminology there, it comes from hearing and hearing and hearing. There's a constancy where that is concerned. Well, let's just back it up a little bit. The message that came from the lips of Christ the Messiah himself in Matthew, the fourth chapter, fourth verse, Jesus said, it takes more than bread to stay alive. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. The steady stream. A steady stream. Amen. Uh, link this to the prayer where he says, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Is he just talking about physical bread, money, you know, the things that we need in the natural? I believe he's talking about here uh, the, the attending to the Word of God. Amen. Because he said we're not, we're not just living natural lives. We're, we're, we're spiritual people advancing the kingdom of God and that he said it takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. So when, we, when he taught us to pray and said, give us this day our daily bread, should there be a daily stream from God's mouth? Should faith be a daily thing? Should attending to the word of God be a daily thing if we're bold enough to pray that prayer? Well, is, you know, should we pray that prayer? Well, Jesus said, if you're going to pray, pray this way. Amen. And not just, you know, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Deliver us from, you know, from evil and our temptation, all that other kind of stuff. You know, we just don't even know what we said. Hmm? No, these are words that work. Jesus said, when you work them, they'll work for you. Amen. So there should be a daily stream. We're not talking about, you know, uh, remember, we're, we're, uh, uh, we're, um, we're aiming a little higher here. Great faith. Is great a Bible word? 
Did, did, did we just come up with this, you know, oh, it's a good idea. Let's just go ahead and throw something out there. This is what Jesus said. I'm preaching to you what I heard him say to me. I heard it from his lips. Amen. Now, now, now Pastor, how would you do that? Because I got in this word and he spoke to me out of his word by the Holy Spirit. Amen. He'll do the same thing for you. But great is a measure uh, that Jesus used. So faith is not having heard. We can't live on what we have heard. Have you noticed that? Particularly if you're, if you're you know, uh, um, you know, given out in any, in, in any capacity whatsoever. I mean, you know, dear God in heaven, my little dog takes all the faith I, I can muster. Isn't that right? Sandy takes a lot of faith uh, for me to uh, live according to knowledge and as a partner, amen, and partake of the grace of life. Are you hearing? It takes faith to, to uh, live in unity and harmony and in agreement. It takes faith. See, see, if you can't, there, are, there have been a lot of times in our life we've had to walk by faith where that's concerned because, boy, I'm telling you what now, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for strife and division and misunderstanding and, and, and uh, you know, that type of stuff, which is costly. You can't afford that kind of stuff. I mean, where we're working at now, you know, get over in that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, you won't be 30 minutes. The devil be all up in your situation causing some form of chaos and confusion and every evil work. Sometimes people wonder, well, I don't know how the devil got in here. Well, if the devil got in there, you need to figure out how he did get in there. And I'll tell you one quick way. Get over into strife. Just get involved in strife. Turn on the TV and start getting in strife that the world's in. Just any way, shape, or form, get in some kind of strife or striving. And the Bible says you, you, the devil at will. He just uh, uh, on and he comes. And here comes chaos and confusion. Now listen, not just that, but every evil work. See, at the heart of, of faith is a knowing. Isn't that right? Fear brings a not knowing. Isn't that right? Let me tell you a sneaky way the devil works, you know, is you'll be walking along and you just get, there's just that sense of, you know, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work out. I can't see this. I don't know how. Whatever. You know, listen, uh, uh, just do the day. Just do today. Tend to the Word of God. Don't overthink stuff. God's already got it all planned out. You get up, follow God's plan for the day. That's good enough. Amen. It's hard to, you know. It, it, Kenneth Hagin said this. Uh, Kenneth Hagin, senior. He said a lot of people think that great faith is jumping from A to Z. He said, I'm telling you, it takes great faith for to go from A to B to C to D. There is no great project. You need to write this down. There is no great project that will not succumb to the superior strategy of making progress in the process of little by little, step by step, day by day.
you will accomplish great things. You know, $100,000 might uh, seem like a lot. It's just a $100,001 bills. That's all it is. And if you can get one, you can get the rest of them. <gasps> sure you can. Sure you can. Amen. The same faith for, you know, just repeat it. Small attempts repeated will complete any, any task. But you've got to be consistent. See, to build great faith, we've got to be consistent with the Word of God, consistent with hearing the words that, are, are, uh, that Jesus is saying. So faith is not having heard. Faith is hearing and hearing and hearing a steady stream from God's mouth. Great faith for the greater works. John 4, uh, 14, and we'll be quick about uh, this so that uh, we can get you home before the before the water rises over Mount Ariat, or in our case, Chihaw. <laughs> Amen. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure most of your vehicles are not amphibious, so we need to move along, don't we? John uh, 14 and 12. I'm going to read that Amplified Bible. Now, this is Jesus talking. He said, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, if anyone, well, I'm one. How about you? I'm one in there. Steadfastly believes in me. He himself will be able to do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. And I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in uh, in and through the Son. Yes, I will grant, I myself will do for you whatever you shall ask in my name as presenting all that I am. If you really love me, you will keep or obey my commands. Now, uh, this, is a, uh, this is a bold statement uh, here from Jesus. He's talking about the greater works. And I'll submit this to you. I believe that it's going to take greater faith for the greater works. Stands to reason, doesn't it? The greater faith, the greater kind. Remember, he didn't. He. This is not an. Uh, you know, it's it's not like a. Uh, you know, like a, a tractor trailer load compared with a, a a child's wagon load. Jesus said, "This kind of faith, if it's just a if if it's just a mustard grain size." He goes, "If you had just that amount of it." He goes, that amount of real, true faith will, will move a mountain. All right? Because faith is faith. But <clears throat> uh, what, we, what we are talking about, though, is, uh, uh, and, and I'll give you the definition here, uh, what we are talking about is the quality and quantity. So you can sit in a, a church or be around folks or listen to stuff on the radio or the TV in a certain vein where, where, where people have faith for salvation. But, you know, but when it comes to healing, I'm talking about being born again, but when it comes to healing, they're still, if it's your will, they're not sure. Why? Because the Word's not being preached there. They haven't been taught. They haven't been fed. They haven't been fed faith. So if you're not fed faith, you'll never have faith for it. If you're not taught faith, you'll never have, have faith for it. If you're, not, if you're not hearing the word of faith, are you listening from the spirit of faith, you won't have faith for it. Amen. 
That's the truth. Faith comes from hearing the word that Jesus preached and is preaching still. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Same Jesus. Now, would this Jesus that healed all throughout his ministry, not one time can, can, can you uh, uh, hear uh, him say, now, wait a minute, we're going to have to go and pray and find out if this is the Father's will, whether or not you get healed or not. Right. Not one time. Right. Not one time. Isn't that right? If he found faith, even with a Syrophoenician woman, other people outside uh, uh, of uh, that, the centurion, had great faith, and, and, God, uh, and that gave God what he needed to work. Amen. Isn't it interesting that two outsiders had greater faith than the people that claimed to know God? The danger in claiming to know God is we already know Him. We already know Him. And we're, and, and we're okay. You know, be careful of a spirit of religion. It's like we're okay. We don't have to, we don't have to be hungry and thirsty and desperate for God anymore. We, we don't have to, uh, you know, because we've found a comfortable place. And we're just going to fluff our little nest and just, you know. But, uh, you know, uh, but I, uh, and I didn't go to bed last night till uh, after 11 o'clock, which is very unusual for me. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, uh, I, I, I will not compromise my early time with God. That's when it's the best time. I will not. I have to hear what God has to say. And just because I've made that, taken that seriously, I believe God takes me seriously. He takes that time together seriously. And this is uh, this is what he told because I had some questions. We always have questions living by faith. Have you noticed? You know, I always can tell when uh, when uh, when things shift. Uh, and, and God shifts them. Life doesn't change. It, listen, you, you will either, either circumstances w- will determine you or you will determine the circumstances. Now, either way, you're going to have to exercise faith. But I'm going to tell you what now. You know, if you learn that you determine the circumstances, it's a whole lot better than the circumstances determining you. Amen. We're going to deal with circumstances as long as we're on this planet. So anyway, you know, anybody ever second guess themselves? And I'm talking in the terms, you know, boy, oh boy, you know, Jesus, uh, the same Jesus of John 14, 12, greater works and all that is also the Jesus of Hebrews 12, uh, 1 and 2, where it says run the race, you know. Because we, the cloud of witnesses lay aside every weight and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, boy, when you first start out, you're excited and you got fresh faith and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, uh, uh, but then I'm tell you what, now something seems to happen, you know, where it's not as exciting as it once was. It requires a little more uh, of us, the development. We didn't know it was going to be so long and so strong. And we'll second guess ourselves. You know, boy, did you know? Did I make a mistake here? You know, you know, because we're always hunting that comfort place. We're always seeking the shelter of you know. Uh, and I'm going to tell you something now. You know, it's such a it'd be such a shame to believe so little of such a great God. 
It'd be such a shame to uh, to set goals and plans, and you should be setting some goals and plans for this next year. Running out of time this year, get 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 lined up, have, have something, write the vision down. But it'd be such a shame uh, to you know to write down only what we believe we can do. That only what's possible. I'll tell you, real faith is outside of the realm of possible for you. Real faith is in the realm where it's impossible with you, but with God, all things are possible. And God talks in that realm. God, God just, you know, He'll say to a man that hasn't had a child, is past the age of bearing children. He's impotent. His woman ain't never had no child. And she's old. Old, old along with him. And here he comes along and says, <clears throat> I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Well, that's, first, you know, this is, God specializes. Now listen, and the one thing that qualified Abraham for that was that he knew he had to, he, I'm going to have to take that by faith. And that was the thing he's called the father of our faith. Same Jesus says, I want you to run this course. It says, looking away from all that will distract, I want you to look at me because I, he goes, I'm the leader and the source of your faith. I'm the developer and I'm the one going to bring it, you know, all the way uh, to maturity in you. Amen. Uh, now, now back to what I said. I can always tell when the shift goes on because here I am, you know, I mean, it's just a glorious day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the full noonday sun and you see God, you see God moving, you see what, what God is doing, He fulfilling His promises, and then all of a sudden you wonder, who in the world turned the lights out? You just... You know, you just went to bed to rest a little bit and you got up the next day and didn't realize that the day started, you know, uh, the Hebrews, the day starts at sunset. Amen. The new day starts in the dark. The new things of God start in the dark. They'll start ever so small, grow ever so slowly. But the path of the righteous, the Bible says, is as the dawning of the noonday sun. Amen. Well, the new, have, you, have you noticed, just get up a little early and watch the sun come up. If you lay around in bed till noon, you never will understand that verse of Scripture. Amen. Nothing wrong with that, but you know, anyway. <laughs> Teach his own. <clears throat> but all of a sudden, here you are, and, and the faith that's being authored is day by day. You're back to the little. But now remember, now you're the little fish in a bigger pond. God's doing a greater thing. Can I, can I uh, let you in on a, a, a little uh, secret here? John 14, it says, It says, I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, steadfastly, steadfastly believes in me, it, there's a, there is a steadiness. It's a steady stream of words to believe. Amen. I'm steady at building the building I'm going to live in. Building a house of faith. House of healing. House of, you know, whatever. Did you see that? Steadfastly believes. 
Now, now listen, you can't let what other folks do or don't do govern, you know, your situation. All right? You know? Uh, <clears throat> because we're talking about, we're talking about doing the greater works of Jesus. Does Jesus need someone that he can work with to do the greater works? Does he? According to this verse of scripture, uh, he says, anyone that will. If you'll run with me, I'll run with you because we need to get this thing done. We need to do some things here. Amen. All right. The word great and the definition of the word great means this, of an extent, amount, or intensity considerably above the normal or average. Considerably above the normal or average. You'd be surprised how uh, a religious devil will come along and, 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 and begin to com- get you to compare yourself with lots of mediocre folks and, and, and take license. Well, you know, they're, they're, everything's going all right for them and they don't come hardly at all. <laughs> Amen. Well, that not coming hardly at all. You get up there around 60, 70, you know. Amen. And the, and the little turtle will run right by the hare. Because the hare's having to take a nap. Amen. Are you hearing? And that's what a lot of people do, you know. Uh, where, this thing, where this thing really amounts to the greater life... Uh, is over the long run, is going the distance. Now why in the world would we let the world, or even good Christians who love God but died of cancer anyway, good Christians that love God but died in their, you know, died in their 60s or 70s or even 80 when the Lord's promised us 120 years. What can you do with those extra years? Years. When you finally know something. But if you get up there and you never have developed, you don't know anything, you ain't going to do anything. You ain't done nothing, you won't do nothing. Amen. Are you listening? You still go to heaven, but your work's tried by fire. You may just have your salvation. That's all. Just you. Anyway, uh, it means this greater. Of ability, quality, or eminence considerably above the normal or average. Say this with me. Say, great is considerably above the normal or the average. So the first barrier you're going to have to break through in our own thinking is realize, you know, uh, I'm not going to be average. I'm not going to be normal. We probably better close with prayer right here because, you know, so preacher, if I've got to be like you, well, you know, you don't have to be my, like me, but you know, Jesus wasn't exactly average or normal. Was he? Is he? Who's our example? Who are we going, who are we, who is God working to conform us to the image of? Amen. He's the one throwing this greater stuff around. He is the leader. He showed us uh, uh, his way, his will, through his word and his works. Amen. He's the one throwing this greater stuff around. Isn't that true? Yeah. Then we 
must consider both quality and quantity of the words that are streaming into our life. So what can we take away from this? I want to get back because just for one minute before we close with this. Uh, here, here, the teacher decides the course work, decides the instruction, decides the lessons, decides the learning process. The teacher. Amen. The Lord decides. Uh, as the leader and the source of our faith. Uh, whether we're ready for great faith or not. Whether you're a candidate for that. Now, remember this. Anyone can be a candidate. You just got to have some wholeheartedness, some willingness, and some obedience. There's a lot of wishy people. Oh, yeah, I wish I had great faith, but will not do anything that is necessary to have great faith, to develop great faith. Amen? Are you listening? But when you say yes to God, you know, and that's what our lives are. The Lordship of Jesus, it was one great big yes. We just reaffirm that all along the way. There's at no point in time that we say, no, Lord. I mean, you have that right and you have that option, but let me just tell you, that's not the right answer. Anything that God says, we say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, and Lord. You can't really say, no, Lord, and Him be Lord. Isn't that right? In order to qualify, remember this, He said, he said now listen, he said, he said, I want to do some things, but now you've got to, you know, you've got to ask you got to ask in my name. you got to ask, you know, me present with you as Lord. Amen. Isn't that right? There's some things that, that, that you know, he's not lording over. He's not going to answer that prayer. I know, you know, I mean, through the years you've seen, you know, well, I believe that that man over there who's that girl's husband is supposed to be my husband. The Lord told me so. No, the Lord didn't tell you that. Not not the Lord. Amen. He's not going <laughs> to. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know that's a silly example, but you know what I'm saying. You know, I remember hearing uh, one time a fellow, you know, had prayed. He said, no, he didn't understand. He went and robbed a, um, a service station and he didn't, a convenience store, and he didn't understand why he got caught. He said, I prayed and asked the Lord to help me. <laughs> True story. Amen. Yeah, amen. He said, You know, we need to go sit somewhere, sit a while, and have a chat. And if the only place you'll listen to me, amen, where I can get you straight is there, that's all right too. There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. All right. So, uh, Listen, how I know that the Lord has, has, has changed things is that, uh, is that you know that you're in a greater situation. You know that you're, you know, how many of you, there's more marbles in the pot than there's ever been right now? I mean, I mean, I mean the stakes are high. If the stakes are not high for you, you know, why aren't you believing God? 
Are you listening? I mean, honestly, if you're just in, you know, that's a, listen, that is not a good way to live. The, the Lord doesn't like that. I mean, He doesn't like that. Are you hearing? You're hiding your one little thing and sitting on the can, you know, oh, and it's fear that's keeping you. You're not living by faith. Faith has to risk it all. If you're going to double anything, you've got to risk the original. Amen. I want the double portion anointing. Do you? Do you? Lord, I'm ready for the double. Are you? Because it means all you got has to go at risk in order to double. Amen. Uh, the 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 man had that he gave the man uh, ten thousand dollars. Says he immediately put it to work. He didn't put $2 to work. He didn't put $5 to work. He put it, the 10000 to work. And when the Lord called him in county, he said, See, I have doubled what you, your investment. What you gave me, I doubled that. Moving right along. Anyhow, uh, I was thinking about some things. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, you know I, I, I've wrestled with this all year long. Uh, and... You know, uh, uh, not to the point of paralysis. I'm a doer. I believe God will steer a moving car. Amen. I'm not going to sit around and wait for some sign. It's like if I believe God's told me to do it and my circumstance, all that line out, I'm going to walk by faith now. But now you can second guess yourself. So I was doing that. Because, because you know, things have changed and shifted, and, and here you are, you know, back having to uh, uh, believe glory to God in the day-to-days. Amen. And, and, and you're being stretched in that because you've got desires and dreams that, that require you live by faith. Amen. Well, you know, the Lord told me, he goes, now you could, he goes, you could settle for a good life. You could settle for a good life. He said, but, but I've got a, a great life that I put together for you. God's good, but God's also great. Amen. God's good, but God's also great. I've known him as a good God. Oh, I really want. To see him and understand him as a great God. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.